0: system all systems go Daniela, what is going on let me tweet this out and 566 boom 566 winter yeah. nyc <laughs> from yeah it's cold what's going on with you
1: um yeah, it is a little bit chilly. I mean, I guess Hawaii standard of chilly, which isn't Shelly. really. It's it's warm for everybody
0: else. Chilly. I
1: that don't know. Mean? It was nice. It was nice when I woke up this morning because like I got up for work around five thirty this morning, and okay. when I went when I went to bed, it was a nice lightning show. There was no thunder. There was light drizzles, but a really nice lightning show when I went to bed. I woke up and it was still going. So my entire drive to work, it like five ish in the morning, six in the morning, which was still pitch black dark was just a nice little light show going on. It was very interesting because there's again, no thunder, no rain, okay, just lightning. So as the, there's this nice mountain range in front of my, uh, my office. So you have the sunrise, which is like, you have that beautiful colors coming up. And then on, on my left, it's just like dark skies as it's going away, and it's just lightning. Okay, it's a very. I wish I could capture a picture of it, um, but it, there really wasn't like there. There was no way, like it was. It wouldn't do it any justice, and it was really hard to like get both of those. Like my phone does not have a wide enough screen to
0: be able. Can to Can you like record one side and then like kind of capture the other one before it, it wasn't, goes away? It
1: didn't. It didn't look that good. It like it didn't look as as nice, but. No, but, but technically at work we're not even supposed to be taking pictures or recording anything. <laughs> we're we're just not. Yep, you, you have to have a special pass to do, to do that at work. But mm. it was it was really cool and it was really nice this morning. Still is a little it bit because, chilly.
0: Is it because they don't want people to record potentially sensitive material, the environment?
1: Um. Yeah. Sure. We can go with that. <laughs>
0: okay. Sure. All right. So, uh, pre Thanksgiving week, Danielle, what's any thoughts on that before we get into the, the show topics?
1: This entire year has been really hard to feel like any holidays. Like, uh, like I, I, I get excited at the idea that it's coming up. Right. But then it's like there, and I'm like, and there's no feeling, there's no mood to it. So, and it made me right. really sad for Halloween, um, even for my birthday. Yeah, about but you celebrate way, so.
0: Halloween. I yes.
1: we didn't do anything, no. Huh?
0: Why did I think like, you it did was there?
1: Like we, I had like my like I I started off the month really strong because I made a calendar of all our horror movies that we're gonna do, be doing. Right. And I remember really that. Fun. Yeah, but it wasn't really anything. It was like it was it was cool and it was fun, but you didn't have that feeling of like everything else and Halloween decorations or trick-or-treating or or costumes. Like even even our Walmart here was very scarce in like their aisles about anything Halloween. Usually you have like two, three aisles of Halloween decorations, costumes, candies. I think there was just one because nobody's really gonna be going out to be doing anything. Right. Um, And so, like, I, I'm going to go and, and spend Thanksgiving with my grandma and my sister. And we do not have, I guess, what, I guess the traditional meals that you would have. Like, we're not going to have a turkey. Or we're not going to have ham. We're not going to have any of those things. My grandmother just wants crab. So I think my sister is making a crab boil. That's dope. And um, I don't know what to make because... My grandmother doesn't eat a whole lot of meat anymore. She's not vegetarian, but she doesn't. She just doesn't eat a lot of steaks or red meat anymore because of her age. And then my sister is a pescatarian, so I'm like, well, sushi.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: (laughs) I don't know, so I don't know what I'm going to make. And um, obviously, we can't have like big groups of people, so I think it's mainly just going to be the
0: five or six of us. And usually, how many do you have? I don't know. 20, 15. Um, usually
1: we kind of just go and do our own little thing. Gotcha. <laughs> so um usually it's a it's a pretty big group, but because my grandmother's birthday is in October, usually we have a big celebration around that time. So we have family that flies in and spends a birthday with her. We have like this whole family get together thing. And then so when Thanksgiving comes across, it's like, okay, well, we already kind of had an early Thanksgiving. So I guess we kind of have like a... we celebrate Thanksgiving, is around like Canadian times to have their, right, right their Thanksgiving. So like by the time um, you as Thanksgiving comes across, we don't really do anything like really big. We'll have like a mini one at home. Okay. But we didn't have any of that because of all these restrictions. So I don't know. We're going to go and do something, I guess.
0: It just feels weird. It is weird. It is weird. So... um even just the planning for it is weird. Just having a conversation with family now, and how they're trying to navigate uh, if we're going to congregate or not. You know, all that has been just very, very interesting vibes. But um, it's uh, it's it's holiday time. You know, we're we're going to figure something out with family, right? We're going to try to make the best of it and then go from there. But uh, it does it does feel weird is is definitely a, a, a interesting time that we're living in with this what I call it the year of uncertainty because I don't want youtube to like <laughs> tag me because I I say the the magic word but this year of uncertainty has been uh very very interesting to to say the least. Uh but yeah. So aside from that, right? You yeah. you had a newborn? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I pay attention. Finally, I may not say anything.
1: Finally got here.
0: I may not it say anything, but here. I pay attention. You had a newborn baby. Okay. What, what's, uh, congrats to your, to your tech, tech newborn. What, what's, uh, give I us a scoop. I haven't named
1: him yet. I haven't named him yet. That thing is a lot bigger. Like I've seen the pictures of people with it. Yeah. And it looks, it looks big. Yes. And I realize that a lot of the pictures of the people that I've been seeing, are just naturally kind of like, well, most of them I've seen were men. I'm, I'm sure I've seen a couple of women that it looks big, but then they, they're also tiny women, right? Where they're like around, where I know they're around five foot to five, like three. And then there's like men that I see it with, I know that they're like 5'10 plus. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, it's a big size. I didn't realize how big it was until I got it. Um,
0: okay, so we're talking about the PlayStation 5 here, you just, PlayStation 5 issue, Sorry. Sure. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. I didn't realize how big it was, you know, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so the PS sure. five, five. We're talking about uh, a tech no, was, product here. Yeah. Yes. All PlayStation right. five. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got the, I got the, uh, the optical one. So the more expensive version, it is, I think height wise is supposed to be on the same size, but it's thicker because it has the optical drive in it. But uh, yeah, I was originally supposed to get it last Friday. So I came out, officially released um, last Thursday. I knew I wasn't going to get it launch day because um, it launched the day before. But, you know, FedEx said, hey, you're going to get it on Friday. I'm like, awesome. No. And Then <laughs> it, it didn't come. It didn't come at all. Like right. I get here like it's Friday afternoon, 5 p.m. where it says and I'm like, it's it's still in Tennessee. Yeah, And yeah. it stayed in Tennessee for a while. Um, FedEx support on Twitter reached out to me and they gave me a whole breakdown about what happened, which is basically there were thunderstorms and bad mm. weather. So it couldn't actually leave. And then it was stuck here because of this. And then it was like, so you'll probably get it Monday, which it did arrive. Like FedEx did say that it delivered to my post office Monday morning, but my post office doesn't sort out the mails until the afternoon. I was working late. So got it got it yesterday and Tuesday. And I'm like, yes, but it was already so late at night. And I had to, when I took it out of the box, like I was hoping that they would put it inside the, the post office locker box, you know, and they leave you the key. Right. I was like, it can't be that big. I mean, the Xbox series X fit in the locker. Why couldn't the PS five? Um, yeah. When, uh, when she brought the box out, I'm like, Oh, it that is, is a really, really yeah. big box. Um, and I, I came home and I unpacked. It. That thing, that box is like the the actual PlayStation Five box is like two times the size of the Xbox Series X box. Wow! So, um, like unboxing it, it's like pretty much the length of like from shoulder to waist.
0: And yeah, I was I, carrying. I was going to ask you boy. that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm
1: like, how do I hold this without dropping it and take a stupid, you know, one of those damn selfies? I here's is, a like, question awful. for
0: you. Here's a question for you. Does it feel fragile?
1: No, it doesn't feel fragile. or cheap. I just know that I'm holding $500 in my hand and I'm not going to drop it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs)
1: Um, No, it doesn't. But my first instinct is that I really want to send my plates off to be customized because, you know, they showed off the, you know, the showcase of, you know, dismantling and how easy it is. So I know that I'm, I've, 100% 100% sure that there's going to be companies that are going to be coming out with like custom plates, um, you know, that you can buy to put customized customize and make your, your PlayStation. But I really want to send it off. There's this one artist that I follow Haley that she's, she recently just came back. She was doing the phase headquarters and painting their walls. And um, we mutually follow each other. So I'm like, I really want to like ask her, like, please, please tell me you do these things because I love your yeah, work. Ask her so i want to do that but i'm obviously going to pay her so i have to figure out how much that's going to cost so i'm sure for her work it's a very pretty penny but anything anything for her artwork and that's like my first my first thing that i want to do because even though i love the way it designs it's designed the way it looks and everything like that white drives me crazy
0: right because you said it tends it, it changes color over time because of of where you are right is yeah,
1: it, it does. We, it doesn't matter how clean I keep stuff. Like I was like, I, it, it just naturally in our air and the red dirt that we have that circulates regardless, no matter how hard you try, it ends up staining. And then on top of that, naturally over time, you know, your electronics start to like, they're like the best case scenario, probably the best and probably the most drastic part of it. I'm sure it's gotten better over the years is like the Super Nintendo, the Super NES. That case ended up eventually yellowing. Mm. Um, I think I think product has definitely gotten a lot better, but it still does happen with discoloration, especially for things that are colored white. And that was my big issue. Even okay, even my um, which it's it's sitting right next to my dust stranding um PS4 Pro, which is white and it's glossy. And even that, I mean, I do not touch it unless I have to, unless I'm gonna be dusting it off and cleaning it. I really do not touch my my electronics with dirty hands but yet that is still kind of turning some weird reddish color
0: because of the air so, and the environment.
1: Yes. yes. So mm. it's kind of it's like that's a huge thing that bothers me. And then the controller is also white too, which the controller is it feels amazing. It feels so good. It feels right in my in my hands and um I haven't I haven't really Played my boyfriend's Xbox Series X, but he um he got a hold of it and try out and feel the controller last night, and he says that the, even the PlayStation Five controller feels better than the Xbox Series controller.
0: Interesting. Yeah. And
1: he does not like. I don't know. He's like talking about the joysticks, about the position position where it's at is a little bit wider. It's a little bit more conforming to the hands.
0: Yeah, and but one is offset liked... and one is not. Are we comparing? Yeah. Are we comparing the, the Xbox and a PlayStation controller? Yes. Okay, so one is offset and one is not. So, and he likes the PlayStation one better,
1: just the way that it feels. Gotcha. Yes, and he never gotcha. like he's never liked the the he's never ever liked PlayStation controllers.
0: That's interesting. He doesn't,
1: but it's not it's not just because the the joysticks are in line with each other. It's not about the offset. It's just about where they it lays uh, on his hand in comparison when to you're where. It. Got
0: yeah. It. Okay so
1: even like I think it's just mainly his his idea of where the the right jo- joystick is. I don't know I don't I have never liked Xbox controllers and I probably never will mm. <laughs> i I gotta hold his I'm like, okay, well, it doesn't feel any different to me.
0: so what um, surprised you when you saw it and what did you already expect that didn't necessarily um, elevate your emotion when you got it? So you got it and you were like, okay, I expected that. And then you were like, whoa, I didn't expect that. So what were the, those, those thoughts when you finally got the system?
1: Honestly, right now. Okay. First of all, um, as we're talking about this, I haven't gotten to play anything on it yet. I did get it set up and I did all the updates and did a couple of game, uh, game downloads that I needed to do. I just haven't had the time yet in between setting it up because it was late last night. And now... I just got home from work to be able to play it. So tomorrow I'm going to be streaming and playing um, Valhalla. So initials after after setting it up, which was kind of weird. Um, PlayStation, I wouldn't say, is known for having the best download speeds. And like, I think it's universal. Like even people who have really great speeds, um, internet speeds and downloads and everything like that, always notice that PlayStation has always been a bit slower than what Xbox has. Like I downloaded, I think it was um, um, 65 gigs. It was 55 or 65 gigs. Um,
0: What'd you download? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Valhalla. Okay.
1: It was done in less than 10 minutes. And I was like, that never happens. Right. <laughs> that never, ever happens. Like, I don't know if it's just because you're PlayStation 5 or you're working some magic because my internet has not changed, but it's never done like been finished that quick. So 65 um, gigs
0: and under 10 minutes. 10
1: minutes. Yeah. I want to say it was,
0: that's pretty quick. Yeah.
1: And yeah. my, my speeds, my download speeds is, has not changed in five years. Okay. And, um, that's the one thing that I always dreaded about my PlayStation is like, crap, I got to download something. It's going to take forever. <laughs> Uh, I've never ever gauged to see how quickly it downloads any other files. I just know that I'm like, all right, I'm gonna set it, and I'll see you in an hour. And that's kind of what I did. Like when I was when I had it set up, got it running, um, and I was downloading it, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I guess I will finish cleaning up everything I did and try to work on my cable management here. And it was done. Um, I also downloaded Bug Snacks. I don't know if I'm going to play it though. Um, I'll give it a try. But no, like, other than that, like, I love, uh, I love the interface. I love the dashboard. It just looks so incredibly sleek and smooth. It's beautiful. Um, So I can't wait to for me to actually play uh, <laughs> Valhalla tomorrow. I know I could have played it on my PS4 Pro as I waited. But right now I really wanted Valhalla to be the very first game that I played and experienced on my PS5. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin that experience. I didn't want to, I didn't want to compare it. I just want to be able to experience that and just, just that. And I'm super excited. That is literally the only game that I bought. So um, as I, I get, as I get experience, we're going to revisit this this topic conversation, but I'm right now, Just, just watching my boyfriend play with his Xbox Series X and just, just seeing this current gen, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited for the next, like, however long this, this lasts, whether it be for the next seven years or what, um, they're just, they're just fast. And I think that's really, really spoiling us because we are in that age of like, we want instant gratification. So like I got used to having those, you know, those, you know, wait times. Yeah, do you like it? No, but you got used to it and it's okay. And now you, you have it at like your fingertips right. and you can like do like, you know, that auto resume of the game that you were last playing. You have like, you know, PlayStation cards that are there that you can bring up. There's there's so many features in there and I think one of the features that I I didn't catch on really early on until after it launched was I I thought was really cool. Um somebody was playing uh what is it, Dark Souls? So the, the ability to have that picture in picture where you have a friend who's also playing Dark Souls and you can both watch each other live together and play together like at the same time. That's not a Twitch stream or anything like that. Right, it's right. just YouTube play a game. You have it up on your on your screen, and you guys are just playing together. Like that's cool. And then you have the built-in mic feature into the controller nobody see that that's the thing i kind of want to experience and i don't want to experience i don't know how good this mic is so it's great if you're playing a game but it is built into your controller so how much of the environment is it going to be capturing and is it going to drive me insane
0: right right right
1: (laughs) so you can't you know jump into you know a multiplayer game and then you have that one person like anybody got a mic well if you got a ps5 i know you got a mic
0: right right
1: (laughs) don't lie to me
0: no that's dope that's the weight difference between the two uh, systems?
1: Mm, between which two systems? The Xbox Series X or?
0: The, right. The X versus the uh, PS5.
1: I'm going to be honest. I haven't carried actually the Xbox Series X yet.
0: Okay, fair. <laughs> like um, I just I
1: let my boyfriend enjoy that excitement that he had for it. And he touched it and set up his own thing. Definitely a huge difference in, in physical size, but I haven't actually picked it up.
0: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. So overall, super hype. Looking forward to playing some, some dope games.
1: I am. And that's another dope. thing is, is like I was hoping that my PS5 was going to be here last Friday because that's when I wanted to originally um, jump back into streaming. I redid all of my overlays. I
0: They're live now?
1: Uh, yeah, they're all live. Okay. I redid my overlays. I redid my panels. I redid my alerts. And my alerts have... No audio what to it whatsoever because I'm <laughs> like, I was trying to pinged? figure that part out, and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. This is just easier, to just not have anything. So you're just gonna have this visual. Sorry, there's no alerts, but I don't want to navigate through this because I used the wrong siren or whatever it is. I'm just forget it.
0: <laughs> you don't you don't want to get pinged with any crazy? No, I already got
1: pinged once. I already got pinged.
0: Right, I already have
1: see. one DMCA strike against me, and it was it was for, I can't even remember, shooting stars.
0: Okay, I'm looking at your uh, your panels now.
1: Yeah, but I already did them all.
0: Okay, I dig it. Looks nice. I dig
1: it. Took dig me it. a few weeks, because it was like a lot of, like, let's sit here and make this and then sleep on it to see if I like it when I come back to it.
0: So when you but, came um, back to it, how do you feel?
1: I liked it. I went through so many different iterations,
0: but oh, um, it looks dope. I dig it.
1: Yeah, I, I just I just got one. I got one strike. I think I woke up. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. I don't
0: remember last week.
1: Got my well, first strike. So
0: they said what delete? What'd well, it was you? already
1: it was already automatically deleted, and it's funny because I got that email for the strike. Exactly two years to the day of the video that they said was in question, um, they already automatically deleted. It. So once you get a strike, they delete it. So I couldn't go back and see what it is. But it tells me what song it was, and I'm like, I've never heard this song. What is this song? I go and like bring it up, and it's like shooting stars or something like that. And it and the thing is, is like I played it and I heard the song, and I'm like, oh my god, it had to do with a meme. Oh. You know, the you know, those memes or the people are like where they'll start off like a video, like it's normal. And then somebody trips or falls. Right, right, and they'll right. they'll take the image of the person that's, that fell and then they have them floating through the universe. Right, right, and going right. Going through that stuff. That song that they play over that. So you It got was caught. that one.
0: That caught yeah, you. Yeah, it was
1: that one. Yeah, and the thing is, it, it was over a meme because I know that I would, like, it's not a, like, because I've never heard that song before, I've never heard that song in, in its entirety ever. I've only heard that one little, whatever trumpet sound thing that it does. I don't, I don't know what it is. But I know I probably brought up a meme that had that for, like, whatever long. And that was what got me. And I'm like, all right. And I, the thing is, before that happened is I thought, I went through and I removed anything that was questionable like I removed all my Beat Saber things I removed all my Beat Saber clips and highlights and whatever videos that I made off of that that had anything music I even removed my twitch things which I'm a terrible singer that I don't think it could ever trigger off anything but just in case I did and um no they found one and I'm like all right well Never mind. I will just download and delete them all.
0: Right.
1: So I spent two days doing that. Oh man. Um, yeah, because they have the manual one, but I, had, I was like trying to think of like, do I really want to download them all? I didn't download them all, every single one of them, but it was still like a lot. I think I had over, I had three, over 360 videos in total for about 465 gigs worth of stuff. Right. That I downloaded. And I'm like, well, there, there's about five years of stuff.
0: Yeah, that's it was, insane. That was a lot. Yeah, so so the PS5 conversation for me, I'm gonna wait. There's there's no rush for me right now to do it, but I'm I'm like, I do want it though. So it's like there's like there's no rush, but you want it. You know? Yeah. So I'm dealing with those uh those uh, tug of war emotions right now, but um, but I'm I'm okay. I'm okay right now. That's that's not my focus right now. My focus is YouTube. So because I, that's I'm, my focus, huh? No, like what?
1: I understand waiting. If I wasn't one of those people who's like suffered from FOMO, I probably possibly would have waited. But I've P.S. Yes, ps PS4, PS5. I got to it like launch day, so I didn't want to break that. Yeah. Xbox is the one I always waited on. Um, my coworker, though, yeah, he, uh, I heard them talking about it, it's like, oh, you know, talking about holidays, what they're going to get their kids and everything like that. And they're 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 not necessarily gamers, but they know what they their kids want. So they're talking, it's like, yeah, someone wants like this new uh, PlayStation or this new Xbox. I don't know where to get it. There's nowhere to find it right now. And they keep telling me it's sold out in stores. And I'm like, oh, I got one. Yeah. Where'd you get it? Like, how did you buy it? I'm like, I bought it like a month ago, right? month and a half ago or so, whatever it is. And it just came in the mail. Can I buy it off of you? Mm. No.
0: Right. (laughs) But like
1: before I said the no, I joked, I joked and I said, 2000. And they're like, I got that. Mm. No.
0: <laughs> no. Like you're you don't want to make two G's?
1: No. And then what? I'm going to have to fight and struggle to get one? No. I'm good. Yeah, I'll keep it. You can go. You guys can go. They're like, well, how do you get one? I'm like, sell your soul. I have no idea. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> yeah that's crazy but
1: like yeah that's like that's like that's what a lot of people and then like that was like that was yesterday and like today there's like a lot of more people that are trying to find one like they they don't really kind of pay attention they know that something came out but they don't understand like the the demand that's out there for it and what people are like doing to get it and then you have all of those you know those scalpers and resellers on facebook that have it posted for like um, not a Facebook. Well Facebook, yes, on all those marketplaces. Um you have Amazon, you have eBay, you have all of those things, Craigslist, who have it for like a thousand plus. Mm. And uh one guy he told me, he's like, oh yeah, I know somebody who uh who bought 10 of them. In my head, I'm like
0: that's some money. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's dude. some money. Like, bro, <laughs> oh like
1: i i i did not have nice things to say about this person that i never met that bought 10 of them in my head i just did that's, not have anything nice to say he's like hustle, yeah you know you know i know a friend i'm like, i think i'm just gonna see if um if you let me buy it off of him for 50 dollars more i'm like bro <laughs> if the dude bought 10 of them right you're gonna have to double the price that you're gonna offer him. Yeah. He's like, oh, like a hundred bucks? Like, no, the double the price of the actual retail value.
0: Absolutely.
1: You are real. You're literally just willing to buy mine off of me for two k. Fifty so, bucks to this dude who bought ten of them. No, that's right. not the profit margin that
0: he's looking for. No, that's not what he's looking for. What are they saying about supplying uh, more during the holidays? Though, had they mentioned anything like that?
1: Um. Yeah, there's a couple stores that I have, and I think I think the last one that i saw was walmart and it's going to be like tomorrow um i forget what eastern time that they posted um it's some evening time that they're going to be available for purchase online only so it's like having it in store is like almost like good luck right so and then you know there's people going to be buying it because you know holiday season they want the cool stuff they want us out there they want to make their kids happy they want to be happy got people shopping for their significant others. So th- those are going to be some hot items till I want to say at least February. So we'll see. We mm. shall see. I'm stoked on it. I'm happy. We, we lucked out.
0: No, nah, I mean, you were, you were thinking about this thing in advance for a long time. So You're we, I
1: was so trying you, to you, buy one as we were recording a show here. I, okay? know. <laughs>
0: I remember. <laughs>
1: That's that's where my priorities were.
0: Yeah. Basically, so, I, mean, I was
1: here. I was talking. But, you know, deep down during that episode, my soul was trying soul. to buy a PS5. You sold
0: your soul. <laughs>
1: no, I wasn't trying to sell it. <laughs> but my soul was searching for one. Okay. That's
0: all good. No, that's dope. That's dope. I'm glad that everything worked out. Uh, that's that's good stuff. Um, so, and, and due time. No rush right now. Uh, no major title that sticks out for me to, like... I must make this adjustment, you know, by spring, I guess. Nothing really. Nothing really. But uh, there has been some good stuff uh, happening in terms of gaming uh, for me. Uh, Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. I know we joked about who the superhero is, who's not really a superhero. I know we had those jokes in the past. But uh, I was actually really surprised with um, the new Spider-Man game. You know, shout outs to PlayStation for allowing me to check that out for a PlayStation 4. And um, I'm I'm really happy with what I played. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how we can talk about it, you know, by way of review, because this would be this 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 will be my official impressions, reactions and and review for Spider-Man. So um, full disclosure, I did not play the original Spider-Man. OK, uh, for insomnia Games. Um, I know it was a great, uh, product. They did DLC for it as well. Uh, but I never got to experience it. Even recently they did a sale and I was like, should I pick it up? Should I not? Uh, but, um, we were saying hold off until this Spider-Man just experienced this one. Right. So I'm glad I did that. So any thoughts before I share some thoughts on the game?
1: No, why don't you jump right into it? Tell
0: okay. me. So um, so Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales is the game that uh, has changed my view on adventure games, right? It's one thing to have adventures in games. It's another thing to, to be fully immersed in an experience like Spider-Man Miles Morales where I lost so much hours, okay, that that's how good it is. Okay, so I don't know what the other Spider-Man does with that particular, not necessarily time management or time lost. But while you're playing the game, it's a combination of gripping uh, storytelling as well as a seamless transition between the storytelling into the action of the city itself. Right. So a couple of things I want to point out, Uh, they give you the option to uh, check out what the previous story in the first game, if you want to call it that, that leads into this game. Okay. Um, And then from there, you find out what happened. If anything, I'm trying to make sure because it might be spoiler territory right here, but you find out what happens with different characters in the first game, the, the, the Spider-Man, Peter Parker into this game, you know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and they give you the option to either watch it or not watch it at the beginning of the game. Okay. So that was cool. That caught my attention. The next thing that caught my attention is, of course, representation, right? We all want a game that represents us, who we are. And this was even uh, more impactful for me because Miles is from Brooklyn, right? And I'm from Brooklyn. So we we have that. And just the intro of, of the menu system before they give you the option to press start, right? It shows him riding the train in the city. And I could speak to that because I've done that. But not only that, but what he was wearing was specifically interesting because he had, he had a jacket that has the fur on the top, on the hood part, and he has a, a red sweater. I think he has jeans, maybe blue jeans or whatever, uh, but he has Tim's on, right? And iconically for individuals who are from the city, a combination of that jacket, the sweater, the jeans, and the shoes was just spot on, right? So that was the one thing uh, that, that caught my attention. So they they lead you into that particular frame. You see the title screen. You see what he's wearing. They do a close-up to the headphones, a close-up to the jacket, a super close-up of the shoes. So you get all that feel before you even press start, right? So then you press start and you start playing the game. Uh, a couple of things that stick out for me super well done cinematics between the transitions from the game from from the cinematics to the actual game itself awesome storytelling acting beautiful beautiful storytelling and acting uh, even the um the sounds of the city as well as the 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 things that people would do in the city dance. Uh, in the city to, you know, merengue or bachata or or that kind of stuff. You see that in the city, you hear individuals, you know, saying, you know, hey, Spider-Man, or you hear someone say, shalom, Spider-Man. So, you know, they're of a Jewish background. So you get all that feel in the city. Uh, But but the beauty of the game, aside from the storytelling and just playing through it, is the, the swinging into the city. When you're swinging in a city, I don't know how they were able to capture that, but it feels so real when you're swinging through the city and and navigating and doing tricks in the air and things like that. So I thought that was really uh, impactful. And just, you can just turn on the game just to swing in the city and, and just enjoy that. Just like, there's just certain games where you can either plant or you can just walk around. Those, you know, different things like that. For this adventure game, Swinging in the city is the beauty of relaxation, right? And and the the music, the, not necessarily a lo-fi, if, if you want to call it that, but the music that starts as soon as you start swinging in the city, right? So it's just the little things that they captured, right? Uh, so aside from that, uh, of course, conversations with him and his mom uh, while he's swinging through the city, you can hear... Um, the 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 podcast uh, from Danica uh, I believe that's her name um so you can hear the podcast uh, of of that you can hear uh, Jameson and always talking bad about Spider-Man you hear those different conversations you hear the conversation between uh, him and Genki, his best friend right so you hear those those talks uh, as he's you know swinging around in the city so those those things are, are are fantastic uh the different um so we can Go into let's talk about the, the battle system. Um it reminds me of Batman Arkham Asylum style where you can go hit somebody and then connect, you know, with the other person and try to keep the chain as close as possible. Uh and then if they hit you then the chain is broken for the combo. So the fluidity of combat is is really impressive there as well. Um as you're going through um the the motions and And the fact that you, sounds corny, feel like Spider-Man, right? As you're uh, evading and, you know, web slinging and and trying to do those combos and flying through the city. So that whole experience is incredible, right? So the menu system gives you the option of having an app for Spider-Man, which Genki created. So in that particular app... You can access uh, the crimes and the different things that are happening in the city to go to them, right? So all of them have like a little GPS meter counter. So from there, you would pick the crime that you want to investigate or whatever the situation is. Um, And that's by swiping left on your controller and that opens up the app. And then you can pick, you know, where you want to go for that particular situation, whether that's a crime or saving a cat or whatever the case might be. So you have that. So the other thing too, that's awesome is, um, there's a lot to do and I was surprised, right? So you have the skill tree system of the game, which allows you to, you know, build a bear, if you will. Right. You have that. And then you have the, all the different things you could do in the city, you know, investigate the underground enemies. You can, uh, do a scavenging hunt with postcards, You could do kind of like the Metal Gear VR missions, but not necessarily VR. You can do those things to gain more skills. So you have those things that you can do. Uh, You can fast travel from one end to another via the train system, which is cool. So it gives you different angles of Spider-Man being on the train, maybe invisible on the train or riding the top of the train as he's doing the fast travel. So so the whole map itself is huge uh, of all the different things that you could do in the game. Um, there is, because I'm biased and I'm full, and I'm fully aware of that. There's nothing negative that I could say for the game. And not because it, they sent it to me is because I, as I said, I'm already biased because I love Spider-Man, but I didn't know, uh, Miles story until I played this game. Right. So I think that was, um, that was interesting for me to experience that they went from uh, Brooklyn to Harlem and then you know, making that adjustment after different events took place you know, from the first game, uh, just um, meeting his best friend from high school and that relationship between him and her and how that trans- transpires or that carries on in the game and you get to see the different dynamics. Um, what they really touched on that, that I believe they did really well is not just uh, Spider-Man himself, but Miles as a character, right? And the tension between the decisions he has to make for his family, as well as the decisions that he has to make for the city. And I think that tug of war emotionally for him, we got to experience that, um, and it was very real. So, like, I even before we we start talking about Spider-Man, as I was sharing with you, I almost cried at the end because of the tribute that they paid to uh, the individuals that they did, as well as how they frame the ending and the, um, the cliffhanger for the potential DLCs that they're going to have in the future. You get that at the end of, of the game. So trying to see if I I missed anything. So you have um, uh, audio clips that you can listen back to. You can replay the missions if you decide to do that. Uh, You have uh, the hologram missions that you can do in the game. Uh, You have um, the map that you can explore. Huge, uh, huge map that you can explore. Um, It was, I mean, it was a nine plus experience for me. I think it was absolutely incredible. And I am almost sad that I didn't play the first Spider-Man. So I know that I'm going to add that in the collection at some point. But I'm glad that this was my first experience because... So now it's coming back to me. Uh, someone said that um, when Miles is swinging in the city, Insomniac Games made sure that his um, body movements when he's in the air is is a raw experience versus um, the refined experience of Peter Parker. Right. So if you play if you play Spider Man, uh, Peter Parker. He's refined because he's been Spider-Man for a long time, right? So Miles mm-hmm. being very new in his you know flips and the air and it's not necessarily like um you know like jokingly like he's trying to uh, you know, but he's just not used to the the finesse of a you know ice skater, if you will, right? Someone who's just starting out versus someone who is like a uh, you know Nancy Kerrigan, right? who can land those things with such grace right verse so you can see that difference and even in the swinging between uh peter parker and and miles morales in that and you know they have some conversations um in the game here and there and you get to see that but overall i think that uh it's it's an incredible experience and i think that um if you've enjoyed any adventure games in the past for for superhero stuff, uh, I think it was easy to fall into it was easy to embrace how to play it because of um, playing Batman the Arkham games. but this 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 has something extremely special like, like they, they've done here, especially if you're a fan of of comics and you're a fan of Marvel. But they've done something extremely special with uh Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I'm glad that um I got a chance to to play it. I was gonna get it regardless, but uh, you know, you shoot your shot, and I did with PlayStation, they allowed me to check it out. Hashtag ad, right? Um, and I'm I'm totally happy. Like I'm gonna play some more tonight. Like I've already beaten the campaign, but um after that you get a, a chance to even add to the suits that you are able to Experience. Add different um, um, visor upgrades that you can do. You could do suit upgrades, visor upgrades. Um, you add XP to your bar to become stronger, swing faster in the city, um, evade quicker, and all the different things. All the all the XP stuff. It, it's it's in here, but uh, it's definitely a nine plus experience. Um, thoughts? Questions?
1: Um, I want. I do have a couple questions. So exploration. Yes. Do you, is it is it open world? Does it feel open world for you to freely go and check out, you know, Brooklyn and Harlem, as you were saying?
0: Well, uh, it's it's open. the The whole map is open to you, and there's an extension that um, that may be DLCs, you know, DLC stuff afterwards if they decide to open it up. But one thing that's interesting, like when I'm looking at the menu, um, there's one section in the menu that has two folder slots that are open on the screen that has the um, the missions. So that tells me those folders, those empty folders or, or those placeholders, if you will, maybe additional missions in the future. That's just me reading into it. I'm not saying that's the case, but the main folder now is the main missions that you have now. But in terms of going anywhere that you want to go in the open environment that you have right now, it does feel very open.
1: Um Okay. So how, how about the detail of it? How, how they design Brooklyn? Are there any like landmarks that are familiar to you? Have you tried to like, you know, go and find your own, your old stomping grounds where you used to hang out when you're living in Brooklyn? How, no, how detailed is that?
0: I didn't do that, but uh, since, since he's in Harlem, which is the city itself, which is New York city. So, um, cause they left, they left Brooklyn, uh, to go to Harlem. So they're in NYC so exploring nyc there's certain sections that that look familiar to me um and there's certain uh i guess reimagining of them but just just the ability to um navigate those areas and for me the city has always been um comforting it's kind of weird so when i go to the busy city i feel the the most calming than i am in like um suburbia land if you will so for me, it's like it's a ma- it's a magical space to be in just to be able to explore the city, because that's always been a place I love to go. So even during our year of uncertainty, um, I would love to go into the city right now just to walk around. And I can't do that. And and that that bothers me a little bit. But um, I at least I get to be spider-man as i'm doing this uh and, and the game so it, it definitely feels um you know well done and and um free to explore uh, i really dig that
1: i'm gonna have to ask you some geographic questions because i don't know harlem but all this is i know of the names i just don't yeah. know these locations or anything like that absolutely i'm gonna have to ask you that later it's, it's but yeah really i was just though. i was just wondering about like you know when they design the cities that he's going through because it's supposed to be real world locations about how close did they actually stay to, you know, what is there? Like if there's a deli that you love to go to, would they have that there or something similar?
0: Right. Right. I I think. think So, so what, what they do very well also in the game, which I I guess, you know, I'll probably clip this for, uh, for their view itself. What they do very well in the game is they allow you to experience the other characters as miles is living his life. Right. So, uh, for example, there's one section where they show a store and they show, um, Danica, I think that's her name, uh, the podcaster leaving the store as you're approaching it. Right. So you get to see the characters in their everyday element as you're doing what Miles does, you know, trying to figure himself out, you know, be the superior of the city and stuff like that. Right. And then you get also there's another section later where you know it's a cut scene later in the game, so I'm not going to touch too much into it. Where again you run into a different character that you're like, oh wow, they just you know they're in this this shot as well, right? So they 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 not necessarily infuse. I don't know, I don't know if if infuse is the right word, but they make sure that as you're experiencing Miles's life you're experiencing the other characters in it. The way they, wo- that they the weaving of that experience is uh, very well done. Between the audio calls, between him speaking with his mom, uh, between uh, Jameson, you know, always saying something crazy, between uh, uh, Danica, uh, the um, the podcaster, the interviews that you hear as he's swinging through the city, um, the, the cut scenes, they make, they make that experience very, very, very good.
1: Cool. No, I I, I got to say, though, like I've, I've already mentioned it and admitted to that Spider-Man is definitely not on my top of superheroes. Like he's not there. But and, and that's what caused me not to want to play the first one. But seeing like, you know, even just hearing what you have to say and your experience from it and seeing the gameplay from a couple of people like highlights. I, I didn't see any story parts of it that it would spoil it for me. This one actually has me interested in wanting to give it a try to give it to add it to my library so i do want that to be one of you know the first five games i play on my ps5 um but i totally get what you see like now that you you mention it the way that he you know he's you saying how he swings to the cities is not as finesse is not as clean and um that totally makes sense because that is like one of the first things that I noticed, you know, watching and everybody's just excited, swing through being Spider-Man that he wasn't as, as clean. It's kind of like, he was like, a, he's like still really cool right. and, you know, like a little gymnast through the air there, but it wasn't, it was, it was a little bit uncoordinated. Absolutely. But I, but that at the same time, just seeing it that way and displayed that way, not knowing that information, it looked fun. Right. It looked cool. It looked like, you know, your teenage kid with this ability who's just like having fun swinging out there, enjoying, you know, being the, you know, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, I definitely say as soon as you can. Um, you know, according, I know you have a, a list of games that you're prepping to play in a particular order, but as soon as you can, definitely check it out. And and the game, through the experience of playing the campaign, which I did finish, because I know some individuals were like, well, did you end the game? Because how could you review a game that you didn't end? There's those conversations that happen online, but I did finish the campaign and I almost cried. Like, it was that good. Like, it was right. that good. And the game, uh, while you're playing it, the campaign itself... The game does a fantastic job to build the tension to the next section of, you know, the next mission or whatever th- thing that you're getting ready to do. So they build tension very, very well as you're playing through it. And I think that's fantastic.
1: Cool. I'm, I'm definitely, I'll let you know when I start it, when I get it and get my hands on it. That'll be the day.
0: Word. So that's my review of uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man. It's fantastic. If you haven't, definitely check it out. Any, any thoughts? Any, we no, good?
1: No, that's it. You're good.
0: Sweet. Um, okay, so next thing we have um, all you, Daniela. I didn't see the the stuff for this, but I'll let you, you know, tell us. You uh, don't Fresh want to talk Prince. about his
1: shoes, though? You don't want to talk about his shoes?
0: We can talk about his shoes. I think I'm a little upset about the shoes. A little bit. <laughs>
1: There's a, a one Spider-Man thing you don't like is Which shoes.
0: is why my brain just, like, left we it. We okay. about it. <laughs> so we can talk about the shoes. So let's talk about the shoes. I... Um, I do not know the, the contracts and the agreements involved to go from the Michael Jordan shoe uh, to the Adidas shoe. So something must have happened there. You know, I, I saw some murmurings online that there was a change happening with that particular thing. I, I like the red and black shoe for Maz Morales. I think it's really, really dope, right? I don't like the fact that PlayStation is on it. That's, that's it. So, and I, it's, it's a small thing. It's a small thing. So if you love PlayStation, you love miles. I think that's great. But I think that if there's a way to have PlayStation on it and not have PlayStation on it, I think that's even better. But, but my gripe can be removed because if you take off the laces, cause if that, if that logo for PlayStation is only on the, the laces part, where you can take off that thing and then put the laces back on, then great. The shoe is fantastic, right? It's not. It's no longer Nikes, you know. But okay, I'll stop there. What are your thoughts on the shoe, Daniela?
1: I don't know. I'm not a sneakerhead like that. I do like Adidas, but I'm very like OG classic. Just give me the nice white black stripes Adidas. That's it. Other than that, I'm not a sneakerhead like that. And anything that has any other colors other than black or white are just not my thing. Yeah, like so, I, I, I'm gonna get so much hate for this because I know there's sneakerheads that love this, and I already get it enough from from my friends. Right? I would have thought this was like a shoe for five year old. Like I'm pretty sure I bought a, a Spider Man shoe that looks similar to this for my why, son. Why do that you Like that? I don't know. It's just. It, I think it's a color thing, to be honest. And then you have the spider webs in the back heel.
0: Okay. I don't know. So, I'm, so, I'm, I'm just
1: I'm just a boring person when it comes to shoes.
0: All right, so so I think I think it's a beautifully well done shoe. So uh, let me talk about what I do like about it. Right, I do not like soles that are white. It has to be a gum sole, black sole, gray sole. It has to be a different color than than white. Can't do the white for any shoe. Right. So I like the fact that the sole um, or or the 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 bar, the side, the gum sole or whatever, um, is black on the side, and it looks like it's red on the bottom. Right. That's what Mm -hmm. it looks like. So I like that. Right. So that's definitely a plus. So the, the PlayStation logo, though, as I was saying before, that's actually on the lace. So you can take that off. It doesn't have to remain on the shoe. And if you look at Miles and the, the, the CGI pics that they capture, he doesn't even wear it with that logo. Well, it wouldn't make sense for him to do that because he's already in the game. Right, so they don't need to add that, right? But mm-hmm. you can take that off, and it's the exact same shoe that he wears in the game, and it's great. Would you pay ninety dollars for it, though? I uh, no, I don't know.
1: I, if it if it, if it interested me and I liked it, yeah, that seems like about a fair price for sneakers and
0: shoes. Okay,
1: but I'm not a sneakerhead like that, and I. They I, I just don't look think they look good for me personally.
0: Yeah. It's it's nice. It's nice. Would I remove the PlayStation logo, even though I'm making a big deal out of it? Probably not. Um, but aside from that, I think it's a dope looking shoe, to be fair.
1: I, I don't know how to look at it objectively. I just see <laughs> I see a pair of shoes I would buy from my five year old, six year olds because they're just colorful they just it's just it just kills me like that i'm like i'm not a sneakerhead but i'm very particular i'm very plain and simple when it comes to sneakers that's it
0: i think they're gonna sell a hot, hot cake though i think they're gonna go right out
1: they they no doubt that they will no doubt yeah. like there's a lot of people who are interested in it so
0: yeah there's gonna so, be people thursday uh, november 19th that's what that says so it's counting down the timer for you to pick that up if that's your thing. So that's the shoe, Danielle. You know we we talked about it, even though I kind of my brain skipped over. It like, okay, you're over it. Uh, nah, it's it's dope. It's dope. Um, what we got next?
1: Um, so my little pressure thing that just came out literally a couple hours ago, and yes, I did watch it because I had to. Um, so they had a Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. And it was actually aired HBO Max. Okay, cool. So that's what it was available on. Um, We're going to be talking about HBO Max later on in the show, but I had to watch it. I I just had to, they had a countdown clock on it. It was like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is definitely one of those shows that I don't think my teenage years or growing up would have been the same without the show. It, it was a huge part. It was like a lot of, a lot of things that I didn't think about then that were very forward progressive. That was ahead of its time that it was teaching me that I didn't realize until I was much older and, and then going through and watching this reunion and then playing clips and talking about it. I was like, you know what, you're right. Like, I just, I didn't think about it that way. And I didn't think about it that way until like they were talking about, about it on the show and obviously um you know uh they had you know memorials and they're talking about james avery who played uncle phil who was pretty much you know everybody's like you know dad growing up just like Absolutely. watching this man um and a, a lot of a lot of topics that i didn't even think that they were they were even going to get into but it, it being will smith and you know his wife jada has you know read. um Red Table Talks, and she they always talk about these these very serious things. So, something that I didn't think that they were going to bring into the show, but they touched on, was the original Aunt Viv. So, she was actually um, played by Daphne Maxwell-Reed, I believe it was. No, no, no. It wasn't. Um,
0: Janet. Janet.
1: Janet. Janet Humphrey. So, that was the original Aunt Viv. Um, and she was replaced by Daphne. Uh, but they when she was fired or recast it, it was like a hu- I remember like somewhat of, you know, the big deal about what happened and that it was Will that wanted her off. And there was an ugly outbreak. And then you never ever heard from her ever again.
0: Did they clarify what happened?
1: Yeah, they did. They actually, they brought it on. Um, they brought her on and it, it was it originally started off with uh, Will just having this one-on-one talk with her. And they haven't talked for like 27 years and trying to clear the air and, you know, just apologize to each other about this fallout that they had and why did it take so long and everything that happened. And then she got a, she for the first time got to meet um, the actress that replaced her as Ann Viv. So you, you had all these memories and everything this was that the they, they went to. What do you mean the first show?
0: That was the first. So, so is this like an episodic thing that we're going to no. see? Okay.
1: It was a one-time thing. It was like about, um, hour 20 minutes i think or so okay so it was just a reunion and they just they they put up the stage again of you know the, the infamous Bel- bel-air you know house or living room really that entire set that everybody just
0: knew and was, felt so it was like a documentary
1: um, style. yeah i guess you can say it's a documentary style it's just gotcha. them sitting on the couch just talking about their memories about you know what the show meant to them their favorite their favorite moments um what uh, uh, James Avery meant to them and done for them, where they were at, how, like how far they come and how they grew in that six years that they were filming, you know, Fresh Parents and you know, their audition process and what their audition tapes look like. It it was, it was really nice and I really enjoyed watching it. Um, I I finished it like maybe an hour before we started recording. So I, it's like, if you haven't and you have HBO Max Really go and watch it and enjoy it, especially if you I grew don't think up we on have Fresh
0: Friends. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out what we have. I don't think we have HBO <laughs> Max though. <laughs> I know we have yeah, a Netflix, but I don't know about the other stuff.
1: And and these they they aged really well. My goodness, like. The the Jeffrey who played the butler, like, I swear that man, I don't even think he was already
0: older in the show, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: he. Yes, he was. He was. And the fact is, it's like it just looks like he just has more gray in his beard.
0: That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Like what? Like they they looked amazing. So I, I thought it was really cool. It was really fun to watch and to see and to hear their thoughts and just just. To have that on that stage again, I thought I got I got sad because I love watching that show and my son loves that show. It's a great show. So, and I, I don't I don't see it like you know being a show that anybody can really say anything bad about or not find something to love about it or not have a favorite episode. So,
0: hmm, there's only one episode that really stuck out for me. Uh, in and terms about- of the emotional impact that it had when, and it's just this moment where Will was um, arguing with the dad and he got really emotional. And then they kind of like, he kind of like hugged them, hugged them because there, there was like a frustrating moment. And I think when that particular scene that they were talking about it, Will was trying to get the emotions for that scene. And, um, I think the conversation that I heard surrounding it was, you know, think of the worst moment that you felt and you never really let your emotions out about it. And then he expressed that emotion in that scene. And that's why that scene was so powerful. It's just between him and Uncle Phil. They
1: actually bring that up.
0: They talk about that? They do. Yeah. That scene is, that scene, that's, I remember them, you know, with the handshakes and, and, you know, the crazy dances, but that scene for the show is one of the scenes that sticks out for me.
1: Yeah. If you ever get to, if you can give it a try.
0: No, I will. Just, I will. Just watch it, just try
1: it. Yeah. But yeah, they they do bring up that scene. I don't want to ruin it. I just want you guys to just go and check it out. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth, you know, spending, you know, some time relaxing, an hour, fifteen, twenty minutes or so, and just watching it.
0: Yeah, I didn't know it came out, so appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that was today. Yeah Love that it. that scene, whew, that was a a lot, a lot in there. That was definitely a lot in there. So yeah, I didn't even know it came out. So I appreciate that. Appreciate you bringing that up. Um, the the next thing, any all thoughts before me? we move on? <laughs> no, it, no, it, it is all like you it. because I, I don't didn't know what to spo- make of the wanna, next thing.
1: I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I just want to say that is worth the watch. Take the time go and check it out wherever you possibly can but it's currently just on hbo max absolutely um yeah so the next topic i guess is kind of me so i had like i, want, I wanted I to bring it up i didn't want to bring it up
0: i didn't know what weird. to make of it yeah did you, so, watch, did
1: you watch any little bit of it
0: i just heard there were some dope folks on there and that's it like i don't know
1: so, so okay, the, so the top, next topic is GlitchCon 2020, which um, just like everything else that happened this year, uh, TwitchCon in San Diego was canceled. So they made TwitchCon, which happened on the 14th, this last Saturday. And they didn't super advertise it unless you were like paying attention, like um, you have them on Twitter, like they have some stuff out there. They kind of put things out, but they weren't actively really advertising it till I want to say like maybe 2 weeks before and then I think the week of is like people were finally saying oh yeah I'm going to be on this part on this panel for or for GlitchCon right. doing this and I'm like all right that's cool um
0: is this the first
1: GlitchCon the digital like little thing yeah, that they're doing thing. yeah yeah okay at least on this scale and it was only a single day thing and TwitchCon is like a 3 day event but they had like one day for all this. Um, I had a hard time being excited. I put it out on Twitter too. Like, like, like anybody else feel like after all of the DMCA strikes are going out after unexpected bans with no explanation and no way of defending yourselves and everybody having to go through this painful process, not just like the actual process of deleting it, but removing what their streamer identity is for the last several years. Like that's, that was like that's an emotional thing because you're going through not only are you just like taking the time to really sort out like, do I really need this bot? do I really need this clip or highlight, you're re-watching them too, and remember having these memories or, you know, there's a lot of momentous occasions that people highlight that you want to remember, you want to share with everybody that you're deleting. Yeah, you can you can download it and you can reupload it somewhere, but it's not that it's not quite the same, but it, it's heartbreaking. And then you're gonna have this event at the end of the week of like, you want to bring us together for celebration. Well, right now we're really sad because you're making us do all this and no no answer for the DMCA. Right. But you got to remember that there's a difference between the staff who put on these events and then you, then you have the exec and the VPs and all them who make those big decisions about the DMCA. It's two different parties, two different sets of people. It's like, you, it's like you putting all this time and money into this. Okay, I get it. You want us to have excitement and you weren't expecting all this DMCA stuff to come up and down the pipe. Right, Like in the, the months leading up to this event, it's hard. It's hard to just like really be pumped up. So I did have it up and there were a couple of cool things that did happen. I think the biggest one, it was just like straight off the bat is that Twitch donated a million dollars to able gamers, Dope. Uh, which was absolutely amazing. So I'm really, I'm really stoked for that organization to be able to um, have that. Um, and and they had some cool things that they were showing off. A lot of different content creators. Uh, they had a talent show. They had T Pain, and for me, I'm sorry, T Pain was like probably the coolest part that was on there. T Pain show, <laughs> and um, uh, he got a he got a preview. I they had an after party that he was also hosting. Like he had a couple things that he did throughout the day. Um, I think he was one of the judges for the talent party that was going on. But they had the T Pain after party, which. Was basically also showcasing a lot of musicians, which I find so ironic because you're getting, you're having all this stuff with music going on. I mean, it was, it was royalty free music because I believe that the way that, I don't know, (laughs) they didn't, they did not. But I think the entire catch was, is that, um... T-Pain was also showcasing and, and talking about, you know, his Pizzle Pack number two that's coming out. And nice. he also mentioned that a lot of the artists that are going to be showcased for the after party were using his his sound pack. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I get it. Your stuff is all royalty free. No Nobody, nobody's going to get in trouble. And the music was actually really, really cool. I didn't realize that there were just so many talented DJs on Twitch, like I'm like I'm gonna follow this one, I'm gonna follow this one, I'm gonna follow this one. <laughs>
0: How long did the <laughs> like, event run for? for? Uh, four. Um, eight
1: hours. I don't six? remember. I want to say it was probably like ten.
0: Okay, so 10, it ran. It plus. ran a while. Gotcha. It, it was
1: a while. It was okay. a while. It was more than. It was definitely more than eight. I I want to say it was like closer to fourteen. It was like, so it was like an all day event and they had a lot of different things going on. They they were using four different Twitch channels, I believe it was. They also had Twitch Rivals going on for the competitions, which usually is um, they have naturally going on at TwitchCon in the first place. They have a lot of competitive um, tournaments going on. So they have that. And I I don't even want to talk about the hot mess of whatever happened in that tournament. Um, But
0: I didn't even realize there was hot mess that happened, but we can keep moving
1: it's not, not worth, worth it. giving it's not worth giving that person attention. It. But anyways, um yeah, they, they had some cool stuff and they were showcasing it and it was it was obviously a lot of a lot of different streamers, a lot of you know really up there streamers who were a part of the hosting process, which I thought I thought was cool because they can expand the, their talents. Because yeah, you can stream, you can talk, you know, do, do those things live, but it's also a different skill set to be a host, to be an entertainer like Absolutely. a full entertainer and not have a game. So I, I think that helped those people like, you know, expand on it and see if like, if they're comfortable with it. And it was kind of, I think Soda Poppin was like probably the most interesting one because Who is that? He that kind of,
0: Who is
1: that? Uh, Soda Poppin, long time um, partner streamers. Uh, I don't, I don't personally watch him. I know him by name and I know that he's, he's been around for a very for long, a long time. Um, I think he was like the most like he was like really relaxed about things about his part of hosting and um he was just like super kickback. So there were some parts of it that was super professional and then there's some hosts that are just like I'm just gonna love this moment and just have do a whatever. good time and just yeah. let it go.
0: Let it ride. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. So um uh, does it replace TwitchCon or that experience? No. No, like I I think my biggest takeaway from this entire year, yes, the digital events are really cool, but there is nothing that can ever replace physical interactions with people. Like I don't need to be able to touch people, but there's just a different vibe, a different aura when you can talk to somebody in person so, in front of you, even if there's six feet in front of me, I can still get that. <laughs>
0: so what did this event satisfy for you then?
1: Personally? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Like it was cool to watch, but it's just, no, I don't, I don't want it to replace TwitchCon. Even all the things like the, um, like even the summer game, I can't remember the entire event, summer games or whatever right. it is, the the three yeah, months yeah, yeah. of all these announcements, they were cool. They were cool to watch. Yeah, I can watch it from the comforts of my home, but they're not going, I, I feel like it's not really going to replace attending, you know, PAX, attending Gamescom or E3. They're just something about that personal interaction that you, yeah, you can't replace. It's just not the same.
0: Okay. Well, there it's just—it's
1: it. like it's like being able to see friends again. That's that's what it is. Like, I don't know.
0: Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, you're streaming tomorrow, right?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay. Excited about I'm, that. Eh. <laughs> again, <laughs> I'm excited for you.
1: <laughs> no, I I am I am I missed it, but I'm like I'm not i want i wish i could set a schedule i really could it's tough but right now i can just be like hey this is what my availability is this is what i can handle right now this is the day i'm streaming um because i can always say like yeah i'm gonna do this on this day and this day and this day come down to it i feel like i jinx myself and i am i'm just like stuck i'm like okay well i have this to work out I need this to work out I have this to do with my family I have this to handle next thing I know you know I I forget something that was really important because hey I'm going to go and stream and then I realize after I'm like no I was supposed to handle that and that's 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 the whole thing It it really is and plus this year it's like I don't even know what to feel about this entire year. That's how limbo I feel right now. But am I excited? Yes, I'm. I'm stoked. I got to go back to it. I, I spent some time during this whole revamping. Um, I really miss it, and I'm. I am so appreciative, and I love everybody who decided to stay sub to me this entire year. That's dope. Where I streamed all of like three times.
0: That's I that's think, love and right that's there. like.
1: Yeah, that is love. So I'm appreciative of them. Like no idea. I'm just hoping that maybe they forgot. When
0: they, <laughs> they see forgot. me on that notification, yeah, they that maybe they the bill forgot. Is coming?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe the next time they see me, I was like, hey, you want do you want to consider canceling? I right. want My feelings will not be hurt.
0: <laughs> that's not Esther. That's, um, that's a lot of love, though. So, so um yeah, yeah. I am I don't, I don't know what to make of, of the next thing, uh, AMD RX 6,800 and 6,800 XT. I saw that brief news just pop up and I don't know if I've ever invested in any way, shape or form in the AMD stuff. Like what's your take on AMD versus if it is even a versus Intel stuff and, and what, how are we looking at these things these days?
1: It's personal preference. It really 100% is personal preference. Yes. Does it go into a PC and everybody thinks PC's master race? Sure. But when you come down to it, you have two different categories of people, it's just like you have different, like all consoles are just consoles. You have your Xbox people, you have your PlayStation people, you have your Switch people. Same thing comes in between, you know, Nvidia, AMD, and the, the choices there. Uh, one is there. They're obviously direct competition with each other. I, I believe the 6800 is supposed to be equivalent to the 3070. Um, the 6800 XT, I think it's supposed to be the 3080. And I forget what's supposed to be the equivalent for the 3090, but um, <sighs> it's personal preference about how you build it and what you're looking for. Um, AMD typically is um, either price slightly similar to what NVIDIA's go for. If not, um, a little bit more affordable. So it's like the console wars, but amongst graphic cards and CPUs.
0: <laughs> okay. So it's not necessarily like they're so far behind of the other major cards in the industry. They're they're close because I haven't really followed anything, but I hear they're what is it, the the Ryzen? That's that's them, right? The 36, yeah. whatever, which is the board or whatever. I hear a lot of people talk about that, but I don't hear a lot of people talk about their graphics card. And I think that's why I'm like, you, you know, I wanted to get your take on that.
1: No, 6,900. That's what it is. 6,900 XT. That's supposed to be for the thirty ninety and you know, all that other stuff. But, um, no, they, there is, I think it's just really about, you know, having those people who are very dedicated, hardcore about, um, what they get into mine has always been nvidia and intel just because that's always what i've always had um there's really nothing bad i mean when i helped my son build his we went with amd um, and his pc before i upgraded mine was actually slightly built better than my previous um my 7700k so i don't have anything bad about it it's just personal preference indeed i mean i mean there are there are those people who are very very serious about it um who will go down into you know bottlenecking um you know how many cores the clocking the abilities they really go into depth with that um and oh hi Rev, thank you for joining us um And that's just not me. Like I do love my PC gaming and I do put those things into consideration, but not to the death that some people do in comparisons in between both brands.
0: Gotcha. All right. That's dope. No, I dig it. You know, I am, if I find, I'll tell you right now, full disclosure, if I find an email address of anybody, I'm shooting my shot. I, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there and see, and I just want to make, I just want to put it out there. That's how it gets done. Right. Cause a lot of people will say, Hey, you know, how are these, you know, influencers or micro influencers getting all this stuff? Because we, we just, we just shoot. Right. And sometimes, you know, we hit a target and sometimes we don't. So uh, I'm going to find out if there's a, if there's any inkling of a person representing the gates of the 6,800, I'm going to shoot, you know, meaning ask them if I can, you know, not shoot right gotta be careful these days it's pg pg show here all right so um so yeah so a couple of things uh quick hits we have uh new clothes right from the mario's 35th anniversary we also have uh daisuke sato uh wants to do a sonic the hedgehog game any thoughts on those two things a couple of quick hits before we get out of here
1: I like the the jersey jacket. I'm a sucker for those
0: so dope, right?
1: Those those Letterman varsity jackets. One hundred percent a sucker for them.
0: Yeah, let's pull That's that out.
1: That's all I want from there.
0: Cause it, it, it looked really, really dope. Hold on, where is it? Um yeah, I was really, really um it's like I'm I'm in a season where I wanna spend money and it's not like I have a lot of money to spend, but I have a little bit, <laughs> right? <laughs> So I'm like, do I spend money or do no, I not? No, I don't,
1: don't follow my ah, footsteps where I spend I money that I shouldn't. Don't.
0: But but it's a blessing to have money to spend a little bit, right?
1: Yes, ten dollars, twenty
0: dollars, thirty dollars, right? It's just a little bit, right? Now, do I want every hoodie I see now? Yes. Should I buy all of them? No, right. But it's so tempting though. So let's. If um, I could
1: live in hoodies, I would.
0: I would. I would too. So the designs on. Okay, let's pull up the hoodie. 34 for the hoodie. I really dig it. Well, that's Officially in pounds. I don't licensed.
1: know what that's in US dollars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, but I dig it. The designs are on the side, not necessarily in the m- midsection here. You got the Super Mario on the back. And I think you have uh, super Mario on the arms. You have uh, some designs on arms, but I like the fact that it's clean. It's not like super in your face. No, uh, as far as the design is concerned. And I really dig it. Speaking of designs, uh, do we do that? Go ahead. <laughs> do, Go ahead. We, we didn't talk about this. <laughs> right. Speaking of designs, guys. So cyberpunk in collaboration with, um, rockstar uh did a package with uh drinks a hoodie and a um a cap right and i was able to get this it's very similar to the jacket that we got during e3 so they're just going to talk about it real brief and uh, same design in the back um but it has the you know rockstar patch and the samurai in the front which we do have the samurai in the front for the for the jacket um but yeah just grateful you know I, I you, you know you shoot your shot and that that's what happened. Um, so I like the hoodie. I want it, but I don't want to pay for it. How do, how do, how does that work, I Guess
1: you ain't getting it then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean you can I Photoshop
1: your your head on it, and then you can say that you know you wore it.
0: That's me. That's a <laughs> picture, right? So take this picture out, and then put me in there, and then put it on yeah. Instagram. Be like, yes, yeah. new drip.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. But no, it looks dope.
1: You can then, you can do that and then you can, you know, find the PR person that handles it and just be like title it, Don't I Look Good in This?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, but I did um I did the unboxing for the Cyberpunk X uh Rockstar. It is on my YouTube, uh Andrew Dad Alliance, this channel you're watching right now. Um and um I really dig and it's not, I can't say that. Nah. Well, I got to slow down. Whoa. I'll tell you after I'm down. I'll tell you after. Okay. Just remind me. Um, yeah. So, so that's all I have there. (laughs) Let's just keep moving. Oh man. Those, uh, those, those internet thoughts, man, you can't just let them fly and think nobody's listening. Um, so yeah, so there's that. Uh, what else we got? So we talked about, The Sonic the Hedgehog thing, which as long as Sonic, the next Sonic game, still pays a lot of tribute to the the original Sonic stuff. I'm all in because I still love Sonic. Uh, Next thing, I want to get your thoughts on this. uh, Two more things and then uh, we'll begin wrapping up with final thoughts and even leading into next uh, week, which will not be recorded next week because it's Thanksgiving. We're going to take that week to recalibrate, regroup. Uh, but let's talk about Keanu Reeves, who is cyberpunk 2077 Canon. Um, thoughts on that. Um,
1: I, I dig it. Not just because it's Keanu Reeves. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool to have like, such a big character actually be a part in Canon into the storyline, into this world and not just some, you know, little one shot off that you're going to see in passing. I think that's cool. I don't, I'm glad that he's not some just like you know side quest that you pick up.
0: Right? Did you expect that? Because I was really surprised even to hear that he was that embedded into the experience.
1: Um, I can't. I I can't say that I w- did not expect it or I did. Uh, but they did really, really have them, you know, in there and in all of their marketing and the partnership with the motorcycles. At everything he's been he's been doing. So I'm kind of actually I'm not really surprised. I'm stoked that it went that way though. Absolutely. Like even even if it was a different actor in his place and he was a part of it. I I, I really have a, a dislike for certain games and where they're just kind of like you're there for the face, but they don't really do anything. Like I know I probably shouldn't ever say his name, but kind of like Kevin Spacey. where like, you're kind of there, kinda of in it, but you're kinda of not.
0: Okay. Full disclosure, I will still say that he is an amazing actor. I know there's other things going on. Yeah, but, but like yeah. he's the, he's
1: the first he's the first example that I can get, I, I can think of right now at this moment that uh, of a video game character. Like you're, he's kind of in there, but kind of not really in there. Mm. Um, so if he, if Keanu Reeves is canon to the game and lore, I think it's cool. I'm down mm. for it and you know if, if video games in the future um you know have you know movie actors and celebrities as part of their games and um even if it's like just for the looks or just just make their own character of them I kind of like having them as part of the main storyline Interesting. I don't know I just I just had that's just a personal preference for me though it's, it's kind of weird, though, because like they have they have the music video that they have going along with this, too, where they have a line with Keanu Reeves in it, which is why this was confirmed that he is part of the lore. Um, It's so interesting, kind of like the multi-dimensional layers of this is that they reference Keanu Reeves. That's as the real life Keanu Reeves, who says he looks like your Johnny Silverhand looks like the real actor. It's weird. I can't even wrap my head around it right it now. It is weird. It is really weird. But basically what it's saying is like, hey, there's this old actor that used to be around that suddenly disappeared that Johnny Silverhand kind of looks like, but is.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's even all know talking about is. Right.
1: I'm like, hmm, that's really, really complex into there for something so simple. But the music video was cool. I'm I'm down for you know him being canon in it and playing it and experiencing it. Absolutely, so soon. It's so really, soon. really soon. Less than a month. December a month. is like
0: almost here. That's insane when you think about it.
1: Yeah, my December is going to be busy.
0: Work got a lot or? going on.
1: Work, well, not necessarily work. Just a lot okay. of home stuff. A lot of okay. home stuff. My son's birthday. I got. Um. I got. Uh. You know, school holidays going on break. Hopefully we find out if my kid gets to go back to school for the next semester.
0: Yeah, they're about There's, to close just, over there's here. just a
1: lot. There's a lot. Close again. Yeah.
0: They're closing the <laughs> stuff over here in a minute. Oh my and God. It. Yeah. It's I happening. Can, I can. Uh, okay. So uh, last but not least, uh, Wonder Woman 84 uh, in theaters and HBO max uh, Christmas day. Uh, thoughts on that. So it
1: was official that, uh, Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Day. if you're at home with your family or by yourself because you don't want to be around anybody due to social distancing, Wonder Woman 84 will be available at the same time it releases in theaters. The kicker is you don't have to pay extra for it. So if you're already subscribed to HBO Max, you already got it. Ooh. So that's how you should spend your Christmas Day. Wonder Woman.
0: Indeed.
1: So... I, th- I thought that was cool. I think I think this is going to definitely change a lot. Because I know I, I, I didn't follow along step by step along the process. I know that they were talking about, you know, how quickly to release it. Maybe they'll release it two weeks or two weeks or whatever, a month after it releases out of theaters. Right. But I think because of all these spikes, because of what is happening, because of what we're going through and that movie theaters and, and just movies and just suffering in general, like just do it all at the same time. Now, how they manage that you don't have to pay extra, because I think that that was a big thing when, you know, Mulan came out, having to pay the $25, 30 extra for on a service that you're already subscribed to. So now that they're doing this on for HBO Max, we're free. I'm like, come on.
0: They have no choice. They, They have to look into the future because right now you can't really go to the theaters like that. So yeah. how do you figure that and make it still profitable for you in the future? So See,
1: that's the part that I don't know how they're going to make it profitable. Because for me, I, I did not have a problem paying for Milan because, yeah, I do pay for the subscription for Disney Plus. But right. I also wanted to watch it. Uh, and if, you know, movie theaters and everything like that wasn't,
0: okay, so wasn't here's shut how, down, here's, I would
1: have paid for it. I would have paid more for it.
0: Right. But here's how I'm thinking about it. Right. If I make it easy for you to watch these films during this time, even when I ask you to pay for something later, you will easily want to. It's almost like a guilt trip. It's like an embedded guilt trip for the future. So, yeah, I'm giving you Wonder Woman 84 at no additional cost. I think that's from what my understanding, that's what you're saying. Yeah. If I present a product later on that you either subscribe for or something that you can pay for in the future, you'll pay it. Because I've made it easy for you during this time of uncertainty that, you know, give you something for free. So it's kind of free, but it has an attachment for it. The ROI is not going to be seen for the particular company, whoever it may be. In this case, these guys, they're not going to reap that until maybe next year or the year after that. Depending on, you know, the customer base and, and what they're offering. So I think it's, it's a great marketing. So for example, I'll give you a, a, a better example of that. Cause I'm just talking out loud now. Um, there's a tire place called Mavis tire discount by me. Right. Mm-hmm. And Mavis tire discount offers free air. Okay. So okay. there's a free air unit outside. So at any point if my my tires are low on air, I can go to Mavis and get free air from that machine. I don't have to put a dollar in like I do at the gas station or a dollar 50, right? So that's they're cashing in on that ROI later because when I think of tires, I'm thinking free air at Mavis. Why don't I just go to Mavis and give them money because they already impacted my life. For free, so it's almost like they're cashing in at a later point, but they're still offering a service that I think it's free to me. But it's just the seed that they've planted that they're going to cash in later. So that free air box is not free. It's great marketing to to pull me into that store to ask for their additional service at, at a later date. That's kind what of, that is.
1: I'm gonna ask this question later. <laughs> no, I I get what you're saying, and then that is you know good possibility they gonna get you. Anyway, Danielle, they're gonna they get you, gonna get you. they're gonna get you one way one way or another but i have hbo max already and i've right. had it for a while so i'm just stoked I'm like, right that's, so that's what i'm doing on christmas
0: no i i'm looking forward to that because i enjoyed wonder woman when that came out so before we do thanksgiving talk and leading into next week
1: i want to ask my question here we're going to go back to this whole air thing yeah You got to pay for the air to put in your tires.
0: I have to pay for the air that I put in my tires at most of the gas station near me. Yes. That's a thing. That's a thing. Absolutely. (laughs) I
1: did did not know that. I did not know that because here, here it's just free. Just go to the gas station and.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) so I don't know whose marketing was that for, for Mavis that they did that, but uh, any gas station, pretty much most of them here, You need four quarters to put into the machine to get the air. And I think it's like five or six minutes um, at a time for for that dollar. There's a
1: time limit?
0: There's a time. Yeah, it doesn't stay on the whole time. Yeah, it cuts off. And if you need more, so you got to make sure you set your car in such a way where if you're trying to get all four wheels, you know, take off the caps first. Right. Put your quarters in and then, you know, do your thing before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that then yeah. um, that's, I'm na I'm naive to that part.
0: Yeah. That, okay. That's a thing. I am At least in New York, that's a thing.
1: Okay. Well, at least in Hawaii, I've never paid for air in my tires.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a thing for us. So, um, okay. so yeah. So before Thanksgiving talk, which we'll, we'll do that, I definitely want to tell you guys about, um, you know, some services that we use and we love, right? Uh, first one is Lipson. Lipson powers our show. And uh, really when it comes to a podcasting host, Lipson I believe is the best. Not because I use it, but they've been in the game for a very, very long time. I think since 2004, right? So if you're looking for a host, I think Lipson is a, a very, very good host. Uh, you can use the promo code TSR and get one month free. So do that. So uh, recently, I, okay. So I want to share this with you guys. Recently, I did a video uh, for Proton VPN because it's one thing. Uh, paying is a thing in Ohio too. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a thing, Daniela. It, it's a thing. We 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 got to pay for air. I can't go to Hawaii and get free air. That would be a long trip just to do that. <laughs> but we're not doing sorry. that. So, so recently I did a video for Proton VPN. Proton VPN is a VPN that I believe is the best VPN on the internet. Right? It's it's one thing to say that, but it's a one thing to exp- it's another thing to experience it. Uh, one thing I would say is download Proton VPN and check it out. Right? And uh, you'll notice that even the free package is good, but the special sauce actually happens when you start paying for the service. Right? And Daniela, this week I said before I do this video the the people watching will know if i'm just full of it right they'll know yep. right but when you put your money where your mouth is they'll know that too so before i even created that video for proton vpn which is on my channel right now i bought the service oh Ooh, I said some money, right? I was like, the video is not going to be impactful. It's one thing to get review units from companies and stuff like that. And we disclose those things and we have to. But it's another thing where I'm saying, even though there's a free service, you should consider upgrading to the paid version. And I can't say that if I'm not paying. It, does, it doesn't it does feel right, right? So I'm like, the only way that I can convey this as you know a selling point or whatever you want to call it to consider the service is if I'm paying myself. Now this is contextual to this only, right? Because most of the other things, you know, we get for free, and then we say, "Hey, it's great." Take our word for it because you know we're using it, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? So um, Proton VPN, uh, definitely check it out. I did a video about it, highlighting its features. Right, it's on my channel right now andrew-alliance.com if you're listening to the podcast later. And I think it's fantastic. I am paying for the service. It has something very interesting, which I didn't know what it was named, and I'll share it here. It has this thing called split tunneling, right? Where you can... Exclude certain applications from being in the tunnel, right? So if you're using, if you're pay, playing like a, a Call of Duty or Destiny or any multiplayer game, if you use the VPN tunnel, it could probably make your NAT strict, right? And you don't want that. So you can say, hey, don't let this application be in the tunnel but everything else can be. So the way I have it set up right now, Destiny is excluded from the VPN. Um, any game that's multiplayer that can potentially have like a strict NAT, they're excluded from the VPN and I could do that. And if I want everything included, then you could do what they call the VPN kill switch. Now the kill switch is if you're pulling something from the internet, right? How, what, however you're doing that and you know what that is, Right and the VPN just decides to not work at that point, then it'll do a kill switch for the app and the VPN itself, right? So that way, you're, you're, the application that you're using to pull down whatever is not like, you know, doesn't reveal your IP address and stuff like that. So they have the, the VPN kill switch in there. They have the split. Tunneling is in there, which is fantastic. And it's just a great service. Yes, they do have a free option, but definitely check out the video. I consider, I, I would, um, I implore you uh, to check out the special sauce. They have Black Friday deals going on right now. And the video has all the details in the description of that video. So check that out. Uh, last but not least, if you like coffee, uh, coffee, uh, grinding coffee co. You can get 25% off with the promo code TSR. Definitely check that out. And Daniela, Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Food. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. As we, um, giving thanks and spending time with family and all that stuff. So next week, like Andrew said, uh, yeah, granted that we would be recording the day before Thanksgiving, but it's also that time to just settle down, relax. It's going to be a nice long weekend. I know I have like a four-day weekend for that week so that I'm looking forward to. Um, But yeah, Thanksgiving just... Is a weird one this year, we're just, you know, in, in, in like 10 years, we're going to talk about, you know, 2019, 2021, 2022, 2020 yeah. is just not going to exist. Like, yeah, we don't talk about that year. It's weird. That was a dark time.
0: <laughs> it was <yeah.
1: laughs> it's a dark time. We just, we just, we just don't, it never existed, never happened. Indeed. Um, but no, I mean, just because that there's, you know, we have all this stuff going on doesn't mean we can't take the time or that moment to really just appreciate the stuff that we do have and be thankful for the things that, you know, has happened and that we are somehow, you know, making it through this year. I think if there's something that like, it's it's really, really optimistic to think of. And for some people, it it might be that one train of thought to really get them through especially through the holiday season it's already hard enough like people not being able to see their family throughout the year but some of them won't be able to see it this year uh, as as hard and as terrible as this year has been we have continued to get through day after day and and you know and find some good find something and i feel like there's a lot of people that have discovered a lot of new things about themselves. Um, I think the part of being a really strong person is also learning to be okay with being alone because you, you find who's going to be there, who's not going to be there and who can't be there, not because they don't want to be because it's really hard to be. So I hope that's something that, you know, you you look deep within yourself. If you have moments in your days, just just really think about that. Um, I know that I found a lot of time doing that for myself. And it's just, it's amazing what you can get through. It's not to say that it's easy at all. So I, I am thankful for those moments. I'm thankful for the people that I have been able to see and hang out. I'm thankful for... I'm thankful I got to see my goddaughters and my godson this year. That was amazing that that even got to happen, but they were here for two months. um, That was the highlight of my entire year and I'm appreciative of them and you know, I can't wait to see them again and you know, that's that's what I'm currently grateful for.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, other than um, my family. (laughs) My family and
1: Andrew and all of those things. I have really great people not to say that, but just something that's different because you know, the year that we're in. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) No, no, I appreciate you too. Always. No, it's, it's all love. And I think that, um, you know, just definitely if you can pray for the individuals that are on the front lines and what I mean by that, that are putting themselves in a position to potentially expose themselves to Uh, what's happening right now with this pandemic because the drivers, the couriers of food, the couriers of packages, right? That has to go to the doors and and go inside the stores to get packages, to go deliver them wherever. So, um, you know, those um, independent contractors who are out there, uh, of course, uh, the individuals who are in the medical field, right? Anybody that is um, potentially putting themselves in contact with uh, the things that are happening right now in the world, um just you know definitely pray for them because you don't necessarily have to expose yourself in that way or or technicians who have to go from building built to building a buddy of mine um right now uh, my buddy Joey uh, who built my machine is in quarantine right now um with this you know pandemic stuff right now so uh, yeah just um please if you can just you know send a prayer out for the people who are out there um that have to be right? Including, uh, the officers and the nurses and anybody that's out there like that. And you don't have to be out there. And if you don't have to be out there, definitely pray for those who, who do.
1: And be kind. Absolutely. They're doing the stuff that you don't want to do. Be kind to your daily workers, grocery store workers, fast food workers, nurses, doctors, all of them. They're doing the stuff that you don't want to do. Um, um, but yeah, and and of course, we're also thankful for everybody who always tunes in and checks us out, downloads our podcast, supports us. We wouldn't be able to be, be able to do these things without your support. Absolutely. So we're appreciative of that. Um, is there anything else you got?
0: No, I'm good. That's all. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening and happy Thanksgiving
1: yep happy thanksgiving to you guys um of course this audio is always going to be available to our patreons first so you can go and if you want to become a patron and listen to the episode um go check out patreon.com forward slash andrew alliance you can go and be a patron over there and obviously there's free ways of supporting us is by telling a friend uh leaving us a review and you know if you see us tweeting out about it, retweet it. That'd be great, too. Leaving a thumbs up on this video also helps um, and consider leaving a review of us. Uh, you can check us out on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all your favorite podcatchers. You can find us there. And to follow Andrew and check out all his socials, you can follow him on Twitter.com and twitch.tv forward slash Uriah U-R-I-Y-Y-A you can also check out his website at www.andrew-alliance.com and then you can follow me on my socials on twitter and twitch.tv at forward slash missdjm and until next time happy holidays be safe wear a mask social distance and take care